So we went to uh, the Gem Awards and you were nominated. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. It was a very magical evening for me. I felt like a princess. You look like a princess. You looked you. gorgeous. You looked amazing. Yeah, Thank you. you did. And your nomination was well deserved. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah. It was um it was a real honor. Like they announced it in November and I was so like it's just been such a build up for so many months. So mm-hmm. It was just like, it was almost like waiting for your wedding or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. it was so, like I was so nervous. And How like, did you decide what you were going to wear jewelry wise? Um, jewelry wise, I looked, um, well, I, I had to land on the gown first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I worked at wedding magazines for much of my career. So a little bit, it reminded me of like a cover shoot for a bridal magazine. Mm-hmm. And so I found, it's like a sort of traditional evening wear designer, Thea. And um, I got, so I found the dress. It hit the notes that I wanted it to hit, like sort of 1960s, 70s awards show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew I was going to do my hair and my sort of like Farrah Fawcett, like mm-hmm. when it looks its best, it's oh, like yeah. a Farrah Fawcett situation. And so I wanted, um, I wanted uh, jewels that would sort of, um, kind of marry that that would yeah. that would align with that so I, I you know initially I thought of like a David Webb kind of totem oh, yeah. necklace kind of mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. um but I just didn't know how hard that would be to maneuver and they're on the Upper East Side and I'd be like I just yeah, was yeah, like yeah. maybe not that but then I thought of Deidre Featherstone who is a good yes. friend and um I and I actually know she has gorgeous aquamarines and so yeah. I thought of aquamarines because the dress had a little bit of turquoise in it and so I, I thought aquamarines, but the truth is aquamarines like water out on blondes, like they would look gorgeous on you. <laughs> so, <laughs> if anyone wants to send yes, me any, please. Yes, yes. more aqua yeah. for you. Like yes. they just really like against the blonde hair and my skin, like they just disappear. So then I was like, okay, it has to be an opaque, a hard stone and opaque. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, um, so we discussed, Deidre and I discussed um, her beautiful turquoise mm-hmm. drop pieces. Their work is so and gorgeous. It's so beautiful. And, um, and diamonds and pearls and I wasn't thinking pearls at all but it's a signature for her and it actually works with the period I was kind of evoking and then um they they just pop they just pop on my skin and my hair and I just so that was a real note for me like hard stones going forward nothing watery yeah yeah, yeah. nailed the vibe yeah you nailed the vibe that's so kind phenomenal thank you so did did both of you (laughs) you both look great (laughs) this whole thing stop (laughs) stop Stop it you body jewelry come on that was amazing yeah the body jewelry was sick yeah you were you were your like dominatrix true self that's true, my yeah. true self. Yeah, your true self. All right, so dirty, we're super... Dirty, ex- slag you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I push this down? Yeah, push the yeah. press. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 careful. careful. No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to get kicked out of here. I don't want to get kicked out of here. I know. It is possible. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So today's guest uh, is Amy Elliott. So excited to have you here. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is, um, I've been a huge fan of the podcast since yes. it dropped. I've listened to yes. every episode, nearly oh, every episode. Okay. And okay, I just. What do you mean, nearly? I mean. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Should we stop and listen right now? Yeah, I think oh. we should stop recording and make her listen to every single listen, episode. Listen, you're just going to get me giggling through the whole thing. And I don't know if that's. I know, no, we're, we're supposed so to be talking about serious things, right. guys. Yeah, serious. Yeah. Well, obviously. I'm a serious a, journalist. And this is a yeah. serious show. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, clearly. So we have, yeah. This year we're going to research things. We, no, we're not. We don't, thought about it. We didn't. Don't change a thing, is what yeah. I say. Thank I love you. the vibe, and I, I'm Thank so you. excited to be here. I've been now, waiting. We're so excited so to have happy. you. We're so excited to have so, you. So, yeah, this is Rough Cut. I'm JB Jones. I'm Alan Simich. And again, we have Amy Elliott here, who was just nominated for a Gem Award, one of the most outstanding journalists we have in the jewelry industry. The best. Um, who does many, many, many things, and mm-hmm. I'm going to let you tell us. 
Yeah. So what do you do? Where do you Besides write? Besides your OnlyFans, I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get to that for the Patreon. We'll okay. put that yeah. in the caption. We'll talk about that then. Like I said, I'm going to giggle my way through this whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was really kind what you just said about me, you guys. It's Thank true. you so much. It's true. And, um, you know, the Gem Award nomination just truly meant everything to me. It was such an honor. And I congratulate the winner, the actual winner of the Gem Award, <laughs> Michelle Graff from National Jeweler. Um, but I, uh, my main gig is a contributing editor at JCK. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing for them since 2017, and um, I have a blog or a column on there called All That Glitters. Mm-hmm. And um, that is just sort of a platform for me to write about anything and everything that I want. It is a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I've written you know, about uh, all topics interest me, so I cover all the topics. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then I contribute to their print publication and feature stories and that kind of thing. So I'm very much a member of the JCK family. In addition, I uh, write for First Dibs regularly, mm-hmm. uh, their content platforms, and the Zing Report because yes. Emily Emily Vaseline, who's basically a correspondent for this podcast, basically, as I understand, at this point, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah, it's a very good friend of mine, and um, we love her. We uh, and I know, yeah. So we, I adore writing for her mm-hmm. and Mark yeah. over at the Zing Report. And um, and then basically just a little of this, a little of that to yeah. you know yeah. pay for my daughter's camp, and you know that's kind of what that's kind of what I do. And, and guest star on podcasts, exactly yeah. on on world renowned podcasts, exactly. yeah. mind you. We've been wanted, wanting to have you here for a long time, so yes. we're really Thank excited. You. Oh, yes, we finally got to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And I was really excited when we got a text message from her yesterday, and she's like, "Can I talk about the shit that makes me mad?" And we yeah. said, "Yes, you yeah. came to the right place, lady." So that's going to be that's on the hit list today, yeah. guys. Gripes mm-hmm. again. Yeah, um, love it. Which is going to be great, but we're saving that for the end because, again, wait. Yeah, for we got to make gotta you wait. wait. We got to make you wait. Um. So. Amy wanted to talk about, uh, so you're an expert in many things. One of them is sustainability. You're certainly known for that. In mm-hmm. my role at Jewelry Week, we get told often when we want to talk about that topic, we should reach out to you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. today, though, you wanted to talk about Gen Z and lab-grown diamonds, mm-hmm. which kind of, we'll talk about them separately, we'll talk about them together, but kind of goes into that idea of sustainability, I'm mm-hmm. probably guessing. So what are your thoughts about Gen Z? Well, the reason why I wanted to talk about these things, not that I'm a particular expert in either topic, but um, I've, I, this last year I wrote two really big, well, actually last year I wrote a big story about Gen Z. And then this year I wrote a big story about lab grown mm-hmm. and have some thoughts. By the way, also, can I just say for the record, before we yeah. get deep into this, there for all of the you know, my peers and people who are older who are very into, like, mocking Gen Zers and that sort of thing. Mm. A little bit of life advice. Nothing makes you look or seem older than <laughs> complaining about the youths. Just the FYI. Youths. Yeah. Just saying. Just well, saying. You know, and I come from a very traditional publishing background mm-hmm. before I, you know, went out on my own. And so, yes, I was that, like, Gen Xer in the, you know, on the team that was just like, oh, millennials. Like, I was hard yeah, yeah. on my junior staff. Like, I really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so, but I haven't had the occasion to work with Gen Z or been in a traditional office setting in a long time. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> but what thank I, God, thank God. what I learned from my research and in talking to members of our community who are Gen Z, mm-hmm. Um, the jewelry community, um, is that they're enormously valuable mm-hmm. and they are vital to the growth of our industry, of not just as a target demo that you want to sell to, but as 
an employee mm-hmm. and that we as an industry need to invest in them heavily. I agree. And aggressively kind of recruit them to all angles of the business, especially, mm-hmm. you know, at the bench jeweler craft level, like mm-hmm. we need talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they, the, the thing about that you, that you hear the most about Gen Z is that they like, they're in a hurry. They're in a hurry to get to the top. Cause they're just like, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm whatever today I'm working at, at Joe's jewelers, but tomorrow I'm going to be a TikTok star and be you know, on my way to the races. Like yes. it's yes. like, yes. Yes. and there is, but I think what, what the experts I interviewed, they, they are calling on the jewelry industry to kind of reframe that as a positive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not look at it as something annoying and pay your dues. Like it just isn't part of their culture. Yeah, right. yeah. And part of that has to do with knowledge Yeah, because um, you know, again, traditional publishing background, traditional career path, mm-hmm. you know, you learn on the job, you learn so much just from doing, and it's not that you're not learning on the job, but like they come in there already so more, so much more knowledgeable. That's true. Just mm-hmm. the way that like consumers come into the jewelry store way more knowledgeable than right. they ever were before. there's so much information exactly. in the world. There's information out when there. When we were young, I'm guessing we're probably similar, you're probably younger mm-hmm. than me. Um, when we were young, it was like you couldn't learn anything until you went to school or looked in an encyclopedia, yeah. yes. mm-hmm. right? Which we, yep. I didn't do. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a totally different ball game now. So they so so it's kind of like, what do you know? Like you're 25. What do you know? Actually, they know a lot mm-hmm. because they ha- they know a lot they, more than I did at 25. Yes, even. Yeah. they totally and do. And I'm 33. They so, know a yeah. lot yeah. more. They are just um, they they can research anything mm-hmm. and and they just come in with a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And where they hold value is that they have like their generation mm-hmm. is is next up yes. as our spenders, as our mm-hmm. customers. So they have that knowledge. Like, they have intel and insight into that new demographic. It's so valuable. Like mm-hmm. you're going to get so much wonderful information from them. And I just want to see, um, I'd love to see our industry like investing in Gen Z mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a talent pool and lifting them up and giving them room to grow and breathe because as we all know, like so much of our industry is so conservative and yeah. so just and old. old. <laughs> yeah. and old. No, and but it old. is, it is demographically old. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is the people who are running it all the big players in it are old. Well, and it took and, a pandemic yeah. to get everybody on the fast track to digital. Right? I thought like, you were about to say oh, to yeah. get rid of them. No. I was like, good <laughs> Lord, Amy, no, you no, monster. No, no, no. What is wrong with you? That's Good so lord! No, I haven't gotten to that. I'm not that. No, I've not gotten to that point yet. I'll let you know when I do. You call me. Um, but no, it took a pandemic to get everybody true. to modernize That's and true. fast track their way, you know, to digital mm-hmm. and like yeah. get, start thinking about digital strategy and brand strategy. Like it right. literally took a global pandemic for that mm-hmm. to happen. So, um, which is ridiculous. Totally. Yeah. So. Um, and the, hard to get hard to get a job in the first place. Yeah. I mean, this mm-hmm. industry is so difficult. There's so much gatekeeping. To get into. Exactly. Yeah. And, there's a, so and there's a lack of information about how to mm-hmm. even get into it. And also just a lack of, I think, in part, why, and I'm sure this is a point that you'll be making, why Gen Zers are so important, is that they are ultimately going to be the lifeblood of this industry. Mm-hmm. And we can't sort of operate in the ways that this business has always operated in kind of catering to a very, an aging particular class and demographic of 
people. Yeah. You have to make more jewelry fans out of people. Yeah. Yes. And it's important to get yeah. the next generation involved. Well, I can I just bring up Tiffany's real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm so happy mm-hmm. to see them embracing the hip-hop culture because About until time. they did, that was considered a very separate part of the jewelry industry. But that's diamonds. That's mm-hmm. fine jewelry. Jacob the Jeweler in New York... Who, basically ran that for who so wears long. more diamonds than hip-hop artists but it was never considered yeah. part of the industry right. conversation no you didn't want to be associated with it that was kind Which of was part of the issue don't slurp that's into how, the mic lady i'm sorry that's how, that's <laughs> sorry. how i knew it i knew that <laughs> was coming that's how people um wear jewelry yeah that's how people are wearing jewelry now. yeah so wonderful to see that kind of breakdown yeah anyway i just think i just think it's just youth yeah just like youth culture in general mm-hmm. i mean it, it's just we need to invest in these people. And then so, okay, so then like as I've done, as I did further research, things like when you write um, a job description, like ways to attract Gen Z, Mm -hmm. like don't, like, I don't know if you guys ever have looked at a job description le- le- lately, but they, well, we I, don't have jobs. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and we're never going to get them. Right. At this no one's hiring us. Like, on occasion, I'll just like do some poking around. And it, like, I mean, it'll be like three paragraphs long. Uh-huh. Of horribleness, really? of things you oh never want to do. Did say? Like, did just like fast-paced environment, ready to respond to a never-ending list of challenges. You know, respond to adversity with enthusiasm. Like just, I wouldn't take that. No, back. like no, thank you. Or just like eight, like you know, to be like a mid-level salaried job for someone, and it's just like so. It's like don't say it's a fast-paced environment. Like don't say like long. You know, just. I, I don't know. Like, there's just ways to phrase it that mm-hmm. make it more of a positive for Gen Z because Gen Z really values their mental health yeah. and self-care and they... Um, I frankly wish I did. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I frankly wish I had that it's same disposition. Not, yeah, it's a yeah. totally a generational thing mm-hmm. and they are really into work-life balance and, you know, we've all seen the, the TikTok reels and stuff about, you know, that make that, yeah. that uh, amplify that. Um, and so they do not want to go somewhere and work themselves to the bone. And like, it, it's, mm-hmm. you have to make your, like the jewelry industry needs to make their um, available opportunities more um, palatable mm-hmm. right. to a Gen Z audience as yeah, well. Yeah. Like it's just, and, I and, like and, that you use the word palatable, not like appealing. Yeah. No, like, palatable is as much as we'll away. Get. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're exactly. too enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. It is work. Look, right. it's yeah. it is, That's why they call it work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they, and so that, yeah. And I think, um, just uh, like, and also just looking at it, just again, that they have value, they have intel, they have yeah. insights and perspectives that are valuable to every single business in the jewelry industry, whether you're designing, supplying, selling. So I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think one thing that I have to learn, and I'm trying to learn, especially recently, I've had an emotional, mental, physical breakdown <laughs> over the last you few weeks. You did wait till you hear the yeah. first episode of this season. Yeah, you wait till you hear the first Joy. episode. It was okay. a lot. Joy. It was bad. It was bad. But uh, I have to learn to do this. We're and, still here. And one thing I try to do, and I think this is something that Gen Zers tend to focus on as well, is it's it's the balance of work life. But the best way sometimes to create that balance is to make your work feel less like work. And it's less about like keeping those things always completely segregated. And it's more about like, okay, how do I just improve the quality of my work day to day? And it's by doing you know simple things, by not over-encumbering yourself 
not saying yes to everything, et cetera, et cetera, all of mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So you have to kind of learn to do that too. I think that um, one thing that is challenging perhaps is for Gen Zers, they have to ultimately work with a different crowd in a working environment that has a very different kind of mentality and disposition to work. What would you give as advice to employers who are seeking to create a working environment that is more appealing to a younger generation? I think it's just the ability to kind of like reframe sort of classic manager underling interactions. So like, you know, it's something that Gen Z does. And again, this is through my reporting. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's something that Gen Z oh, does. Oh, Amy did a research, yeah, which did. we did not. <laughs> yeah. I've got yes. a white paper for you. Yeah, yeah, she's got a white paper. Um, no, it's so like they... Um, they are really into spotting efficiencies. They are mm-hmm. um, like inefficiencies. Like mm-hmm. they are, they are obsessed with getting things done quickly and mm-hmm. efficiently, and they will be quick to point that out. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I heard things Love about that. like where like the you know the owner of the store is still like writing, inv- just taking like doing like hard copy, you know, this and that, and, and it's like the Gen Z employer employees like. Well, we can like you know digitize all of this. Like we can just mm-hmm. like you know mechanize all of this and create systems. Which also, systems. by the way, in twenty twenty three, that shouldn't be news I, to anyone. Ex- exactly, that should well, be news to anyone. Thing. That's that's the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Inst- so like you, so a, a manager that's Gen X or millennial might say, "Hey, here's a task. You know, go do it." Mm-hmm. And they might like completely just do it a different way mm-hmm. and like get it d- and. Instead of being like, why didn't she listen to me? And I said to do it this way. And why mm-hmm. did she, you know, I asked her to do it this way for a reason. And like, mm-hmm. why did she do it this way? And like, instead of being like, instead of viewing that as like insubordination mm-hmm. or cheekiness or whatever, or just not listening, you know, view that as understand why she did that, why mm-hmm. they did that. And it's often it's from the standpoint of I spotted an inefficiency. I saw a better way. Mm-hmm. And we kind of have to trust them on that because yeah. they, they do know better than us when it comes to things like that they and do. like yeah. tech solutions. And that is true. You know, so that is true. I think it's just kind of like reframing that and, you know, just things like vacation time and bonuses yeah. and mm-hmm. just like, you know, culture and like warmth and growth. And I think just, I think really like telegraphing that your position is an opportunity for growth is very meaningful yes. for Gen Z because they are keen to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. I love and that. by the way, understandably so. I think in large part for us who have had more conventional jobs mm. and careers and before, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure for you too, JB, before you started doing everything that you do now, um, if you were working in a, an environment with a more traditional hierarchy, I used to work for Steve McCurry at his studio mm-hmm. and that, had a very rigid traditional kind of hierarchy set up. Yeah. He was boss and there was really not a lot of wiggle room for you to move upwards from the position that you were in at the studio. So it was, um, it's, I think we learned to put up with things that we really should not have yeah. had to put up with to begin with. Yeah. But it was just sort of the order of things. Right. I think it's very nice and refreshing to have a whole slew of um young people now who say who look at it and say well why does it this have to be this way right who dictates that this needs to be this way we can do things better yeah Yeah. at jewelry week we've had some young people since we started started out with millennials and now gen zers but Mm -hmm. um yeah we would not be where we were without them yeah yeah. for sure they've taught me so much stuff Mm -hmm. if i didn't have stephanie i wouldn't have my only fans and then what would yeah. I do? I know people are <laughs> who would pay the bills. Expecting you to really have one. You know how last season everyone was like, 
Alon just talks about how rich he is. This is all he talks about this season. Yeah. Only fans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to promote it. Well, again, like, we all need alternative revenue streams. However, <laughs> yes, however, <laughs> way, however <laughs> way they come. Yeah, yes. So, true. Yes. I mean, yeah. And they do come. So, like, for me, it's scratch cards. Like, that's my, <laughs> I'm like, three dollars here, two dollars here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this? Three dollars here, two dollars here. Man, okay. it's a tip at the it's nail salon. Right. Yeah, you know? that's good. That's or a cup of coffee. I like that. You know, in this economy, Yes. Yeah, exactly. we gotta do what we gotta do. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> totally what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so like, uh, so like uh, again, I was interested in speaking about lab grown because it was very much top of mind. Yeah. I just I just wrote a story that just published. And this on is JCK. such a hot topic. Right and now. I'm so annoyed by it too. I totally am too. Aren't you like sick and tired I of people am, talking about but this it is, shit? Like, it's beyond because the my level of annoyance comes from the fact that the dialogue about it is so stupid. It really is. Um, I I cannot believe that the that there are still holdouts. I That's cannot what believe I think it. Too. I can't believe it. I literally yeah. know a chick who said to me recently. She works in a store that sells nothing but fucking diamonds. And she said recently to me, I, we were talking about lab grown's, and I was saying I have a hard time. I I don't know if this is a lab grown diamond that I'm looking at because like nobody knows, right? And her response because there's no difference. Because there's no difference. Chemically and the she, same. And she said, well, does it have less luster? And I'm like, where did you hear that a lab grown would have less? Like, that makes it's no sense. It makes no sense. It's the same. Like, but people don't get, so please educate. Please school Let's the go. children. Oh, I, I mean, I don't want to sound, Let I don't want to sound go. like a sycophant or like a, you know, like a, you know, a, a brand ambassador. I'm like, I'm like sponsored by. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know. <laughs> we will so take we that will take so We will take the sponsorship. Yeah. Listen, listen. So Sponsor I, us, lab grown. I have to maintain my journalistic integrity. <laughs> you but, do, we don't. But, okay. <laughs> we, we'll say we whatever you done. want for money. But what I will say is yes. that a couple years ago, I would be like, no, I would t- tell a friend, no, 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 no. Like, no. Get yeah. natural, get natural, yeah, get yeah. natural. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people had that And I, I have since changed my tune. Because and you, as, as, as somebody giving advice to I others. Yeah. You said that. But because yeah. you are a woman of, a wor- of the world, and you are educated, and you are learning, and you learned. I, I, I just feel that it's... Uh, so one of the things that I learned, and I also I watched that documentary, which, by the way, the jewelry industry is totally like freaking out about. The, on, what was it called again um, on Netflix, n- nothing, right? No, it's on Showtime, Nothing Lasts Forever, or Nothing Is Forever. Nothing right, Is Forever, yeah. that's the one I told you about, and that's the word we that brunette, about the brunette with the fillers that Asia. we need to have on the show. Asia is amazing. I love her, she's gorgeous. She's so gorgeous, and she would be a real... Her. She would be like she singer would, after singer. I know. Well, that whole documentary, she's got like one liner after one it's liner. very good. And I was like, Get her on the pod. She JB. would be amazing. Yes. On it. Love um, her. She, Love her. But like, you know, uh, somebody on that in that doc talked about that as a tech product uh-huh. and how tech products just evolve. Yes. Yes. We yes. are like what the fourteenth iteration of the iPhone. Like it's yeah. more than that. Like maybe I don't yeah, know. Maybe the lab grown diamonds were junky. Like you know when they first came out, but they have evolved and refined and. Mm-hmm. Just become a, I, I think a sound a sound product. But yeah. by the way, they're also like breathtaking. But also, people are buying them. Like, the average everyday consumer who isn't in this constant argument that we are in the industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're buying them. Could give two shits. Do you know what this they're is? Though them. that's a symptom of an industry that is aging, dated, and very insecure about its place. And my thing about that has always been, and you tell me what your stance is here, but my thing about that has always been that you are always going to have a customer who wants natural because they want a thing that is rare. And there's always going to be a higher willingness to pay for that Mm -hmm. particular client. You're not going to lose that client. No way. You're growing the Mm -hmm. industry by having a lower barrier to entry uh, Mm -hmm. 
option mm -hmm. that gives the consumer exactly what they want without compromises. The entire industry benefits. Absolutely. Um, at the end of the day. Yes. Okay. And it really isn't a competition. It may not even be the same customer. Yeah. You know? Um, right. But uh, they... Um, I forgot what I was going to say about it, but yeah, many, many thoughts. It's well, yeah. Somebody said to me, maybe this will help you give you a second to remember that the lab grown industry uh, is a great starter diamond. You know, that's always been yeah. a conversation mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. industry in general, mm -hmm. but which, which I think is true that like, there's still the idea that like right now when you're young and you're getting engaged, you want to spend your money elsewhere. That's a fact. Yep. That's across the board, right? Also, Trend younger people seen. are not doing as well as their generational predecessors. Many either. of them are living at home. Yes. But they might grow into that. They yes, might they decide might. when they're 50, okay, I want a real diamond now. Why not? I have this income. I've always thought they were beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a rare thing I could get. Mm -hmm. um, I remember what I was going to say. So the, 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 the argument that the jewelry trade who are anti-lab-grown diamonds is, is, is as follows. It does not hold its value. It is a product that does not hold its value. Mm -hmm. My personal feeling on that is that that's a very trade argument. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, yeah. it's a trade it's, argument. It's a trade argument. But also, can I say, it's a classist argument, too. Ooh. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, I went there. I went there. Yeah. I am Bring it. a man of the Serve people, it. obviously. Serve it to me. Okay. <laughs> I am a socialist revolutionary, famously so. Yeah, Everybody knows totally. that about me. The thing about that, too, is this whole concept of having the ability to, for it to, to treat a diamond like an investment and to be able to have that resale. Um, at, at some point in the future. There's a level of class there because the presumption, one, is that you're somebody who can afford to make that investment first and foremost, right? Mm -hmm. the, it also comes from this ridiculous mentality about how much a diamond should cost for an engagement for a wedding. So people are putting themselves out in a way that uh, for a diamond that a lot of people can't afford to begin with. Right. And a lot of people get themselves into serious debt and trouble mm -hmm. financially yes. to make that purchase happened to begin with, right? But this whole idea of then making a diamond an investment that you then can resale for it to retain its value is completely uh, irrelevant to anybody who is a lower class individual. Yeah, it's a very specific customer yeah. it's that's, a very specific specific that's going to resonate. Right. And also, a lot of people are just like, you know, we talked about this with Nick, where we were saying... Um, Okay, great. It doesn't retain its value. I can't sell it for the same amount I bought it for. I don't give a fuck. I paid way less for it to begin with, and I got a massive rock. Why do I want to resell it anyway? They you also know? say, um, you know, that, and, and it's, it's fair. Like, you bought, like, someone walking into a store and buying a, opting for the lab grown version, because most jewelers are going to show you both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, they are going to. Um, I mean, I find it interesting what you said about most jewelers are going to show you both options. That's just a change in its on its own. That most jewelers yeah. are very aware now that that's true. I ha I didn't even know that most that. would be willing to do that. I had no idea. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. And I think there's this idea too that like not all, as more and more growers enter the marketplace, mm -hmm. um, not everyone, not all of them are created equal. And right. my big mm -hmm. sort of takeaway from my research is that the differentiating the di big differentiator among the growers is those who are um, investing in third-party certification mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. you know, their sustainable and ethical practices. Yes. Right. So we have Ether Diamonds, which is B Corp certified. Um, and we have WD Diamonds, which is SCS certified. So I feel like, I think you know, there, there is this sort of like pat, you know, greenwashing, like mm -hmm. marketing pitch that it's yeah. more ethical or more mm -hmm. sustainable than than mined diamonds. I mean, you can 
pick that apart like forever. Yeah. Um, but the I think the I think the ones that will sort of like break away from the pack will be the ones that can say definitively, I am third party verified as a mm. um, sustainable, ethical seller. Like, mm-hmm. and I right. think that that's going to be the next big talking point yeah. is getting is because there are companies out there that are walking the walk and just really, really laser focused on that uh, yeah, I element. Think, I think that's sort of a function also of the market. It's it's dictating what consumers want and then those growers have to provide that, right? It's sort of how a free market is supposed to work in any yep. case. I'm um, of the mind, and you can tell me if you found something else in your research that contradicts this, that there really, I do not believe is in earnest such a thing as anything resembling uh, a environmentally sustainable or ethically sourced natural diamond. Right. Like they can work towards things, they right? Can. They can make them more sustainable yeah. and more ethical. But of course, like anything that you're producing that's new in the world, mm-hmm. you cannot be. There's, it's, it, it, it can't be without consequence, right? Right. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, I think from the diamond perspective, it's probably, it's scary to think. I mean, diamonds are having a rough time since the war started. Right. So I think this is just another add on of like, Oh my God, the world is shifting. And Mm -hmm. let's be honest, the diamond industry brings so much money. Oh, of course, it's a massive field, business. So. And it's also a thing of all, all of this, um, sort of the times that we're living in now and the times we're going to be living in 10 years from now, it, things are going to be constantly shifting and changing. You've got to get these attitudes out of your head if you're going to have a business that is going to be around for the next 10 years. Yeah, it's the, the heel digging is, is, is tough to stomach sometimes. It is, yeah. Um, the, I remember what I was going to say was that um, anyone buying a lab-grown diamond today needs to be okay with the fact that next year it's going to be a lot less. Yes. You know, it's kind of yeah. like if you bought your, mm-hmm. you know, you buy the, the, the new iPhone like yep. today, right. it's going to cost this much when you go a year from now to like upgrade, like it'll yeah. be less. I think that's a very good analog that mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, uh, thinking about it like a tech product. It's mm-hmm. like a luxury tech product mm-hmm. in that way. Now, is that a function of there are just more growers entering the market every year? Is that why the prices are going down? Or is it that they're producing at higher volume? I think they're producing at higher volume. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to, I'd have to check my notes mm-hmm. on, but um, I, I think that yes, there's just, that the market's becoming saturated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's more of the product out there, and it can be fulfilled very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the demand, I assume, it has to be going up exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, I, demand- I'm sure that there are many more consumers looking for lab-grown diamonds. Well, that's why I wanted to dig into this um, story or this topic because it's not so much like, "Hey, guys, there's this thing called lab-grown diamonds." Yeah, it's yeah. like right. lab-grown diamonds have penetrated. Mm-hmm. I'm not being fresh. <laughs> lab-grown diamonds. <laughs> I want you to be. <laughs> <laughs> you can get. There fresh are words here. you can't say on this podcast. <laughs> to say. I was like, I might have walked into something. Lab-grown diamonds have penetrated the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And like, so now what? Now how are we speaking to them? Now it's, we're not just educating them on, they're chemically the same. They're the same. Like we've moved on from that. Molecularly, it's the same thing. Somebody said to me once ages ago, they were like, oh, I I read this thing. And it said that lab-grown diamonds, they yellow after time. And I was like, it's not possible. No. no, that's not possible. Yeah. It doesn't work that propaganda. way. Yeah. Propa- but it's totally. very like diamond, yeah. natural diamond industry propaganda, isn't it? Where it's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. they fall apart. You know, they go to <laughs> shit after a while. They blow up. They blow up. And Let's a just woman that. lost an eye. Somebody know. post that on Facebook. It'll yeah. catch on. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. it will if you post it on Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Right. That is so, what happens. So those are, uh, yeah. I mean, I just, so I'm very interested in like how the trade and how retailers should be speaking to lab grown. And for the most part, most retailers, 
bestsellers are because working for those who don't know, like JCK is a trade publication mm-hmm. with largely comprised of, re- of jewelry retailers as mm-hmm. our readers. So um, most retailers are Hearst? showing. Uh, no, oh. it's 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 advanced publications, oh, okay. which is a Conde okay. product, I okay. believe. Um, but they uh, most retailers are showing both. They have mm-hmm. both in stock, and they show both, and they run through the pros and cons, mm-hmm. and you well, make yeah. your decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So where I I know very much that if the next time I walk into a shop to buy a diamond, I'm probably going to buy a lab grown diamond. Where do you stand on that personally? Um, if I were to get engaged tomorrow, uh-huh. I would tell the person to buy me like the biggest. Lab-grown diamonds the they same. could find. I mean, get me the yeah. fattest rock the you can. The biggest one. I don't give yeah. a fuck if it same. came out of a lab or yep. not. I big. want the big... I would just say, get me a big yes. mother you-know-what. Yep. 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 I love that. Love um, that. Love if, that. It, if it were happening tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm coming up on my 10-year anniversary, not this year, but the following year. And, like, I, I want to keep the center stone because it's very special to me. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, I, I'm like maybe I'll just judge it with yes. like, you know, like yes. I don't know. Upgrade. Yeah, I don't yes. know. So, um, but yeah, I would. I and but certainly with diamond studs, mm-hmm. I, there's. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Please don't at me. Like I, you know, but I just with diamond studs, like you can get like. I remember desperately my 40th birthday wanting two carat total weight diamond studs, and it was They're just so like, expensive. oh my god, They're so expensive. Like, I couldn't even get there. I couldn't. Yeah. I could not get there, and it's, it was it's so absurd what diamond studs sell I, for. Oh my god! It's yeah. And again, they, there are two stones, just like twine. I'm like, nice. Yes. It's like two diamonds. Great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. good for you. Like, you know, it's I so. And the fact that lab grown, like you can get like giant diamond studs yes. for a fraction oh, of the cost, is just this conversation it's irresistible. makes me want to go buy a giant. That's how lab I grown Doesn't diamond studs. That's Let's go. How I Let's feel. go. Road trip. Like, Road trip. Just Let's shop. Irres- irresistible. Irresistible. You no, know? but you're right. And again, like visually, chemically, there's absolutely no difference. One of my clients is Ring Concierge, and they do a lot of work with lab grown mm-hmm. diamonds. Their whole engagement range, mm-hmm. and uh, every time we get their pieces in, I see. Big fat juicy rocks, and I'm always just like salivating over them. <laughs> and then you go to their site and you see the prices. It's like 14k, 20k for like a big four carat oval. And I'm like, uh, that, uh, yeah, of course, mm. natural diamond people are shook by this. Like, because yeah. look at what yeah. you can do yeah. as an alternative. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Sponsor so us, are- ring concierge. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, I'm like, I'll send you my, my, my hit list of, of great lab-grown well, yes. diamond yeah. people. Please send it. Send um, it. So, yeah. I, wanna, I really want to see Pave start happening in lab-grown. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing or no? I'm not, not really? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. I, but I, I feel like I heard once that like one of the big stores was like the Pave was mixed. Like I said, it was mixed up. Interesting. That it's almost impossible. Again, like don't, I'm so scared people are going to mm. come after me. Oh, mama. With pitchforks. Yeah. They will. With I'm pitchforks. Just, basically like, waiting I, I for feel like, that I feel that it's a thing where the Pave, like it's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. It is hard to tell. Yeah. yeah. One from I'm the other because they are tiny. tiny. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. do it. Shay Jewelry doing lab grown yeah, them all over. That would be hot. Right? That would be so yeah, gorgeous. That would be so hot gorgeous. too. Oh my so, god! I'd love for like somebody like a Bulgari to put out the sickest, you know, lab grown. It's coming. I think. I mean, all these. It has I, to I mean, be. It I mean, has to be. LVMH did lab grown. Yes, they did. So yeah. did Prada. I yep. think. Yep. So I mean, I think it's. It's oh, gonna it's be coming. coming down the line. Oh, I think it's coming. I'm gonna buy so, such a juicy fucking rock. You have no idea. Anyway, yeah. go on. No, that's how I felt we'll after I did yes. this story. I was like, yes, yes. I think yeah. I'm ready. Like, yeah, Erica <laughs> yeah. Jane is gonna eat her heart out when she sees my diamonds. That's right, Erica yeah. Jane. Fuck so her. let's switch from this really happy, joyful conversation to talk about grapes. Oh my God, Amy. Amy, Amy Elliot Amy. is brought Amy. it. This was a requested topic. Amy said. 
Cannot we are ready for it. What this I fucking our, hate. our audience's favorite thing, based on the numbers, is really is oh really complaining. Shit. complaining and talking complaining yeah. and talking yeah. shit. That's because what they I guess no one does it. But I, is there any podcast that does it like we do? I'm just saying. No, I think you have a very strong voice and perspective. It there is unique go. in the industry. Bam, it's authentic. Can you call, can we call this an endorsement of the show? <laughs> We're gonna get a testimonial from you later for yes. our Patreon. It's yes. very unique. It's yes. very unique, and you've got you've booked some incredible people. I mean, the Jennifer Gandia episode mm-hmm. like is something I still think about. Oh, really? Like it was I love so that. inspiring. I love that. Also a Gem Awards winner. Yeah. Yes, Gem Awards she won winner. The retailer of the year. Oh, um, well deserved. But that well deserved. that podcast episode. So, like it's something I still think about. I mean, it it's was good. just really. I love um, we didn't even get through half the stuff. I know. I know. I, I know. We, I it could pull lot. that up and we just do another one. I yeah. know. We could. I so love let's that. talk about complaints so and complaints. What, what I don't you know. got? I, We've got opinions. I didn't want to talk it. too off the cuff because I just because then I'll just start you know loose lips sink ships. So we have a but, list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all so, about sinking ships. <laughs> so a lot of this has to do with like how like like you know. Ch- uh, um, how I things I need to do my job right. Okay. So oh, okay. Um, I'm just going to start with the. I was going to save it for last, but I'm starting with the with the biggest one. Oh, All right. Let's go. What is it? Do this. I, I am appalled, and I'm not just saying this because Alan is the host of this podcast. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I am appalled that it is 2023, and the incredible amount of garbage photos that oh. I get on a regular basis. Mama. Oh Tell God, the bloody truth. It okay. Is, yes. It is. It is garbage. From, like, from a PR firm that you, I know is expensive, yes. and they are sending me low res yep. garbage, uh-huh. even from some very very big brands. Yes, as as one of my someone someone once said, it was like they shot it through a cheesecloth. But you, that's it. That, you are yes. you are a, a jewelry brand. Ah, uh, this is. <laughs> like, by the, oh, you're selling a luxury good. What is wrong with you? I mean, I was a young editor at Bridal Guide magazine in 2002, and Mom. I remember talking to the art department, being like, "I asked she for high res. I don't know, and this is the, this is what I got in 2002, yes. and like it's 2023, and I'm still getting garbage, horrible garbage. photos." Well, yeah. By the way, Amy came today, and she understand. she told the truth. Let it be known for the record. <laughs> Amy Elliott came on this she show did. and but told the truth. But it also is my I, I actually this is my little like tip that I drop everywhere I okay. go because mm-hmm. I'm like for younger brands like where do I invest my money? Photography. Photography. Yeah. Period. The end. I don't nothing else. I agree. But the, don't, eat. Agree. Don't, eat don't eat food. Don't eat food. Don't eat. Don't sleep. <laughs> don't pay your invest rent. In a good yeah. photographer. Shoes. No. Get photography. One hundred percent. But it is such a because and what I always say and people obviously I have a bias interest here but by the way I don't need new clients I'm very busy I'm, I'm doing great and I'm saying this because you're in the business of selling a luxury fucking good what the hell do you think that entails why do you shop at Prada not because they're sending you garbage photos not because also they have such an exceptionally high quality good you can't get anywhere else. It's the branding. It's the photography. It's yeah. the image. But that's how people see jewelry now. That's what I don't understand yeah. is when there's crap photos and the only outlet a jeweler has is their Instagram account and it's crap photos. Crap photos. Garbage, garbage, don't garbage. Don't even post the them. Down. This is Why? how you're selling it. I just, I just, I'm amazed that like if you're going to spend the money to invest in a PR firm to outreach, to reach out to editors, at least, I mean like, I mean, the fu- it's just, it's appalling. Why have you, like, 
opened a magazine in the last 20 fucking years. That's what it feels like. I just, you know, I, I, any, anyways, it's insane. It, it's, it's I, insane. I, I literally feel like I've been saying the same thing for 20 years. Yes. Like, truly. Yeah. Because I, I like have been exactly. covering jewelry and soliciting yes. images for 20 years. Yes. And so it just, it, 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 I find it appalling. So I was, yeah. I really was like on this, if, 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 you know, you've given me a platform to share my biggest oh, gripe yeah. in the world. This is, this <laughs> is a good also, one. Also, uh, what do you think of my work? Oh, I think your work is exceptional. <laughs> your, your work is exceptional, Alon. And, 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 and flattery. And every you. episode. Not only do you do good work, but you educate your clients and you, you tell them no. Yes. And, you know, honestly, like that wasn't going to be one of my gripes, but I, I, I do. The ability to tell the client no mm-hmm. is such an important mm-hmm. skill. I agree. So, I agree with you. Thank you. Um, well, Amy's telling so, the truth today. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of goes with that. So uh-huh. I freak. Another thing is just sort of like, like, like a toolkit. Like I feel like if you are representing a brand, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have readily available like the best hires images mm-hmm. that you have, mm-hmm. the bio of the person, and the headshot of the person. Mm-hmm. The yeah. number yeah. of times that oh I like request that information, and, it's and you a don't t- get a bio, and it's a two-day turnaround. Mm-hmm. Because they're you- making it up. I don't know. I, I'm like, why don't you have like a central sharing service? Like this should just be yeah. on your desktop yep. or on your box or on your Google Drive and just yeah. like, how is that Push not that. like a, yeah. how do I not get that in I mean, 30 seconds? I'm sure you have yeah, a bio and a portrait thing. ready, right? Well, yeah, but with Jewelry Week, the same thing. Like people don't know, yeah. like how are we supposed to sell your show? I always ask bio, headshot. Yeah. It, it can take a long time. And then jewelers will be like, I don't that. have that. And I'll be like, why? Okay. Yeah, what? that's yeah. a problem. No, You're it's a problem. A it's a problem. Like it, you, you, like you must have like your little toolkit. Like yeah. at a bare minimum, mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to eat up your server space or whatever. Right. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm always amazed. Like, how do you not have that readily available? Like, why is it two days and I still haven't gotten my headshot? Yeah, like that's. Right. But also, what I find interesting, jewelers will not have a bio and they'll have like about the brand, right? And I'll be yeah. like, that's not the same thing. That's a different thing. Totally, that's a different it, thing. It is what absolutely is the same. Yeah. Yes, it's not yeah. the same thing. Yeah. That yeah. is frustrating too because so I'm like great I have mm-hmm. to yeah um, I, the amount of bios I have rewritten in my life since I started Jewelry Week is astounding yeah. it's easier than asking them mm-hmm. to yes. one I totally yes. write it um, and then I um, <laughs> I don't <laughs> what like what is this gonna be no, I know <laughs> so this is just me but uh-huh. I so I I get I, a couple yes. times this has happened. Someone will pitch. So I, I didn't mention in the in the open that I, I have written for the New York Times. Um, yeah. it, some oh, some, yeah. some stories. And that, that was that was sort of the biggest thing that happened to nice. me last year and, That's and fabulous. of late. And yeah. um, I You're getting solicited for sex a lot. Is that <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I was supposed yes. to ask her what the biggest thing was. That's why we okay. didn't. No, talk it's about so. It. But so I. Um, so I do occasionally get pitched story ideas and they'll be like New York Times exclusive. Like they'll put that in the in the in the mm-hmm. subject line. And I'm like, okay, but then I'm like, excuse me, I just saw like on Instagram a launch party for this exact thing that you are posting and I wasn't invited to it. And I see my colleagues posting from that same party, like how are you? What? How are you pitching Whoa. me something that's exclusive and not inviting me to the launch party? Yeah. What? Like, so that there's a lot of that where I'm like, guys, I can see like we're all friends. I can see who gets invited to what, 
And, yeah, and uh, I know when I'm being left out, bitch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like that, and like that's kind of always been my thing. Like I, you know, I was a bridal editor for a long time, and and we were kind of low on the totem pole as far as desirable consumer press. And then I think maybe perhaps because I write so much trade stuff, maybe mm-hmm. that makes me low on the totem pole. Like I know I'm not Vogue. I know I'm not Vogue. But like that's ridiculous. There, there is uh, there is this sort of like we're all in you know just like hungry for awesome news stories mm-hmm. and like want, want to be the, among the first to know about mm-hmm. everything. And I do feel like sometimes I'm shut out of that. Yeah. And so uh, I have... shocking and then uh, I, for me to hear. Yeah. And so then I sometimes will like reach out to these luxury brands and be like, hello, like I've written about you in the past, like in my life, like, mm-hmm. can I please be added to your list? Can you please add me to the distro so that I can like get the like red carpet yeah. alerts or whatever? Wow. And they're like, sure. And then like, they'll send me like some like press release about like an extension of like an existing like iconic line that is just like not interesting. I'm like, no, I want like the info on your high jewelry launch. Like mm-hmm. I want the like breaking right. news. Why am I not, why are you meeting that out uh-huh. so discriminately? Like I, I just, weird. it's weird. So that's a, that's probably the hardest thing about my job is feeling like, it's just like constant FOMO as yeah. an editor. Like as an editor, mm-hmm. you're just like, I just like sit in Connecticut, just like FOMO all day long. Yeah. Well, oh can I tell yeah. you something? Yes. We will invite you to everything. Oh, thank we you. Do, yeah. You're well, more than welcome. Well, and the irony always. is that, of course, I can't get away for most of this stuff, but yeah. it still would be yeah. nice to be invited yeah. so I can at least right. follow up and be like, well, that's something I might want to Oh, cover. you're going to come to my holiday party this oh, year. Oh, yeah. my God. I would like to get invited places, but yeah. then Alon starts talking, and then yeah, and then I remember like, why. Yeah. yeah, but for the most part, the jewelry industry is very welcoming and yeah. affirming, and there's so much like you know lifting each other, oh. so much lifting each other up, and mm-hmm. positive vibes, and yeah. like yeah. for the most part, that's I think mostly I have that. Yeah, mostly, yeah. I well, this is what that. I was going to say was that we don't get a lot invited to a lot of fine jewelry stuff, and I think it's because we Perception. this is a topic it's that a, comes yeah. up because we're very accessible in jewelry for all. Mm-hmm. And that's not luxury, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. I think that is changing. Um, Big time. But I agree. And I find it weird because like, we are certainly a great outlet for people well, to get seen. And I think what really annoys me as a person mm-hmm. is that you, don't, you might not start out a luxury buyer. But, but you can like we were talking one. about yes. Gen yes. Zers, they were going to become them. Uh, five years ago, I was dirt poor and living in a walk-up in Bushwick, just saying. Right, and I now was he's not coming a luxury for your goods. lab grounds. Yeah. yeah, and now I was not a luxury goods consumer by any stretch of the imagination. I couldn't afford my monthly coffee budget. Okay, yeah. that was five years ago. So things change very quickly for people. Remind me for the Patreon, I have a story about a, like a, like a, like, a, like oh, yes. adventures as a young editor and being okay. like hurt Ooh, very badly. Make a note. Um, okay, listen to the Patreon. Yeah, because yeah. I have I have a story for you. It's it's, it's it's relevant, but like it, I just think your 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 folks would get a headshot out of it. I mean, right. get it get a get it not a headshot get a kick out of it, and then. Um, just in general, like when we you know how we were talking about like telling the client no. Yeah. I'm like, tell me no. Tell mm-hmm. me no. Mm-hmm. Like whoever is like gatekeeping my access to whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just say no. Mm-hmm. Just say. Sorry, we promised that to another outlet. Yes. Or right. sorry, like, you know, WWD is covering it and we can't, you know, just yeah, communicate yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Just say oh, no. Yeah. It that is okay is to say no. Just say no but to also me. Also, as a brand, why the hell wouldn't you want as much press? Whatever. About whatever the hell I you're just, launching anyway. There's just, just a lot stupid. of times I'll just and, and I and I, you know, I'm friends with so many publicists, like truly, like they are dear friends and mm-hmm. I love them and I can name ten of them that are Excellent. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you know, I want you to name the 10 that you hate. No, (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't hate anyone. But like, 
But I, but I do, I do think you run into problems where it's like it, maybe a younger staffer doesn't know doesn't know who I am. How dare they? You know, how very dare? Like, you know, it doesn't say like at Condé Nast in my email or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, who is this yeah. rando? And yeah. you know, I am kind of a rando to, to those who don't know. So, um, but like, yeah, I just I, it's just a general sort of lack of communication or 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 just like I'll request something and I don't know if it's in motion. Mm-hmm. Can you just acknowledge receipt? Like yeah. whatever, just right. like. We're, we're, like I love it I love it when I send a request great we'll circle back like you know like mm-hmm. that's so helpful because then I know I don't have to move on to the next source yes. but right. when I when you leave me hanging and it's like are you just scared to say no or is your client a jerk and just not getting back to you like tell me yeah, yeah. just say yeah. I'm waiting on the client like I, I'm a big girl I'm not going to be like I'm not going to be like, now I hate that client. Like, no, you know, also, I'm just you're, like, they're, yeah. they're saving you time. Exactly. They're doing you a favor. Like, we're peer-to-peer. Like, I've always looked at my relationships with publicists as just, like, peer-to-peer. Like, we're on the same side. Yes. Right. Like, we're trying to help. We, we all have the same goal. So all mm-hmm. I ask is just, like, communicate with me. Just and, and if the answer is no, I can't get you, I can't get you this for your deadline. Yeah, yeah. Just say no. Yeah, yeah. There'll be another opportunity. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is your are, email Amy at Hot Jewelry <laughs> Bitch? Is that, maybe that's confusing. Yeah. I think that's the confusing bit. <laughs> they're just like, oh they're like this rando influencer in quotes just reached out to me. Those, yeah. those are my, those are my, those are my goodies. And then, right. and then I can, you know, we're going to save some. Let's skip to advice for young jewelers. Cause I feel like you're you probably such full of good advice. A phenomenal perspective. You have yeah. such a bird's eye view over the industry in a way that most of us don't. What is your advice? Yeah. Tell I don't them what know. to do. I mean, I'm sure it's like nothing that you, I mean, it's stuff that you guys already probably know and see when you consult and mentor and whatever. It's just, there's just a lot of sameness. I don't know how you yeah. break through. I don't know how you cut through. Yeah. I, re- I, I don't really know how that's done. But um, there's, uh, I, I think it sounds very cliche, but mm-hmm. you really do have to kind of like know yourself, find your voice, mm-hmm. and craft a story around it or yeah. just or build a collection around it like there's just a lot of there's a lot of sameness yeah. I, I think there's a lot of sameness and, mm-hmm. and it's hard as an editor to like to cut through yeah, and what see do you do with who's that? the real deal yeah. like yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of like I, it's it's so um how do jewelers get seen by you like really what seen? grabs your eye what makes you yeah. think this is something special this oh. is something worth paying attention to it's so hard and you know and, and a lot of it just like with finding love you know it's timing it's, yes, it's yes, part yes. of it too mm-hmm. like you might mm-hmm. so obviously they email me i prefer mm-hmm. to be contacted by well okay um lots of designers dm me on instagram i'm always on instagram so i'm just the kind of person that's always going to respond mm-hmm. i'm always on that thing yeah yeah so that's an okay place to reach me not okay. my preferred place mm-hmm. um my preferred you know line of contact is is you know a publicist or an agent reaches yes. out to me on your behalf and then i can have like a candid discussion because i'll sometimes just like throw out advice to the mm. to the representative that's great I'll that be like, great. these photos are unusable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, love that. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, or like, I'll be like, I'd be like, it, the, the, the vibe is very akin to this other designer. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. um, so they email me. Um, the, I would say the most successful, the ones that are able to cut through usually are mm-hmm. repped by a publicist that I know and trust. Okay. They usually have excellent photos. Mm-hmm. They usually have a lookbook mm-hmm. that is, that creates a mood you for their need brand. The whole yeah, I need you want the, look, the whole package. The lookbook, and that the, makes you then say, yeah. "Okay, it, you're worth looking at. Yes. You're worth my time." Um, they tell me, you know, like the like the body of the email will say they've just been picked up at Selfridges, they've just been picked up at Browns, mm-hmm. or like, you know, Lane Crawford, like something, you know, Moda. We just launched at Moda, mm-hmm. or like, you know, we, we we're about to be picked up by Netta Porte. Like they name drop, they give me context. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, oh, this person's probably yeah. pretty legit. I'm going to take the look. Then, because then, click, then, you know? then, then that tells right. you, okay, I know where you are in the marketplace. I know you're out in the world. I know you're serious. I know you're doing the work. So now it's worth our time to investigate. Yeah, I mean, it's really, yeah, I mean, I wish there was like some more like dark arts, like, you know, answer yeah. to like how you Scattering cut chicken through. bones, that exactly. kind of dark arts. <laughs> Sending me diamonds in Sending the mail you diamonds. is absolutely how you reach me. Uh, uh, giant <laughs> giant lab-grown diamonds. It's like all the lab-grown diamonds, it's your ticket in. By the so. way, if you are <laughs> interested, no, 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 I'm not. I'm kidding. If, if, I'm not, I am. if you're interested in sending me a giant diamond, I will do most things for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will do, all, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Well, I'll do it. Whatever you're thinking, I will do it. I think I love to hear you say about the publicist because one of the things that Alan and I run into a lot is jewelers who think they're ready for things that they're not ready for. Oh, yes. That's yes. The yes. most common issue. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, yes. they think they should have a feature in JCK, yes. but if you don't like, have a publicist, yeah, I, that's a level of success. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're looking for. Yeah. That's, that's in my, you bring me to my next tip, which I, I have said in other, you know, th- for, forums, mm-hmm. like, uh, hit pause. Like, Stop rushing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I see a lot of designers, like, or the publicists. Well, they're just not ready. They're mm-hmm. not. Re- they're not there yet. They don't have the things in their toolkit that I just mentioned. Yep. They are the collections too small. The mm-hmm. collections too focused. The collections mm-hmm. too expensive. Like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, just please slow down. Like you have one chance mm-hmm. to get our attention. Like literally, one email yeah, is yeah, writing yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Don't have any, like don't like. Like, don't rush. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't just like snap it with your iPhone and throw it on like some like some PDF and like just. It, it, it's also it's, so disrespectful to do that. Honestly, I find that so disrespectful because you're telling me then exactly how much you think my time is worth. And if you don't put in the time and then expect me to, that's not going to happen. Well, I just think there's there that my I imagine that the clients like. No, no, no! Like we gotta get in before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get in before Mother's Day, and like pushing the publicist yep. to go forward when like not like it's they're just not ready. And mm-hmm. I just think I'm such a fan of like you know a stitch in time saves nine. Like yep. in all my things, That's like true. I will ask fifty thousand questions and then you'll never hear from me because I got it. Yeah, <laughs> like I got. I'm like I made you answer some questions, but I got it, and I don't. I'm not coming back to you. Yeah. Yes. So I really think that that's something like just to hit pause and make sure you're ready because. If any, if there's anything that's off, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in full agreement. Yeah, brilliant. I love that. Well said. Also, just I think just getting your jewel. Like, I mean, it, I have been I have been cold contacted by designers that I don't know, mm-hmm. but like they seem nice and they invite me to lunch or a drink and show mm-hmm. me their jewelry. Like, honestly, like s- sounds so simple, but that's really like that's, that's a huge it's time effective. Sink. It is, but it's effective. Mm -hmm. It's effective. Like if I can, if I can make it work, like that is a great way to Mm. let me have, let me see your jewelry. Amazing. And it's, and you form connections. I mean, I'm one of those people, like when I used to like internet date, like I would go on a ton of dates, even though if I wasn't interested, because I'm like, I'll learn something. I'll go to a neighborhood that I never knew about. Mm -hmm. I'll find a restaurant. Like Mm -hmm. I'm always just like, exactly. Why not? I'm like, if I'm being honest, that was the, yeah. And it's like, I'm just one of those people that like all social interactions have value in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I and so I and that's just and that's certainly not across the board for all editors, but like that is a very easy way. I to, think it's also important mm-hmm. for people to understand that ultimately you're dealing with people, and this is a mm-hmm. people business. And developing this relationship, it should be authentic, it should be organic, and that's sort of what's going to stand the test of time then for the mm-hmm. future too. So if they're taking the time to do all of that, you know, for you, why wouldn't you take them up on it? And then that can actually lead to a real functional, you know, long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. 
rather than sort of being presumptive and or I get I'll get feedback like mm-hmm. I'll say like I love this I or, or like what are your what do you I'm always, I always ask what are your goals like mm-hmm. what are your what's your like what's your angle here like what do you mm-hmm. want like yeah, you want to yeah. get in stores you want to get press mm-hmm. like do you want just like an an expert opinion or yeah, you know yeah, whatever yeah. like what do you want and um and then they so that's a value to them too because mm-hmm. I think I kind of considered myself as a you know as a helper mm-hmm. kind of figure in mm-hmm. the industry as well like I've been in it for a while I, I'm very free I'm very free with my advice I probably yeah. shouldn't be but like that's also an opportunity like you know if you go out to, if you go out for a drink with me like maybe maybe it's not a guarantee like you know like pipeline to press in my publication or whatever but you will get some feedback mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whether you like it or not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but that's also invaluable mm-hmm. given the perspective that you come at it because you see so much mm-hmm. in the industry you see so much we always get at the at my studio we always get people asking us our thoughts too on people's mm-hmm. collections just mm-hmm. because we see such a high volume mm-hmm. of product mm-hmm. on a regular basis so people will always say like please tell me what do you think and what do you think I'm doing right what do you think I'm doing wrong I say it's all garbage you need to get out have you ever said that? Did you maybe say get? Did I say get fucked? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Amy wanted to hear. Done. Yeah. Oh. No. Uh, major, major day. I made I said, my day. Get fucked. You made my yeah. day. Made yeah. my day. But, no, I, I've not said that, but I have said like you're spending a lot of money on something that's not going to yield results, and here are the reasons why. And it's just because I've seen people do this time and time again, and then like six months from now, they they don't exist anymore. And yet the co- the company doesn't exist. That's anymore. You know I'm what fascinated I mean? by that, and that's actually something I don't know a lot about. It's mm-hmm. like gone. I think that Over. is something that happens, but I'm also thinking about like I feel like that like there's something that happens where the designer like mm-hmm. gets instant success at like a Barney's, which no longer exists, yeah, yeah. or a Saks, and yes, they're yes. spending all of their time yep. like literally like melting down their stuff to like feed the orders. Yes. And it's like you crash and burn, and then there's no time for creativity. There's no, no. time. For, and it's just like, and then, so it's like, yes, like, awesome. I'm in like a major jewelry shopping destination, but like, that's all I'm doing. Like it's, or, or that, or that they like, they, 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 they are, they're picked up right away the first market and then they can't keep up. Oh, that's our future. That's, that's our future. <laughs> <laughs> that's our future. She's like, I just, oh my like God. I just looked Did into a crystal ball. I know. She's just like, I just looked into the future. She's like, you're describing exactly what I plan on doing in the next six months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just Always chasing that gem award. This is as good as it gets. That's Bastards. it, I crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. <laughs> no, don't say that. By the way, we're gonna, we're, we are gonna get a podcast gem award category. And you know who's gonna win, Amy Elliott? Yes. Who? You guys, the rough yeah. cut. There you go. If you if you mention it to people in power, like, why isn't there a podcast category? Yeah, you just go. Boom, boom. And uh, have you heard of rough cut? They're incredible. They and, and they're and they're and they're so Look, sexy. We actually so had a real conversation about this, Amy. That if there was a podcast award uh-huh. that yeah we'd probably be nominated because we'd have to be because there's so few because there's so few but there's no way we'd ever win Pro- not with the things we, we realize say on the show. it yeah we know that we, we, we know that it's fine it's fine yeah i i don't pretend to know okay right. <laughs> i don't pretend she's to like know. on the board she's like jury's out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah. but right. i i think as you know i'm a big 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 fan and i'm a big fan of real talk and keeping it warm and yes. lively and like I can write very like fancy jewelry writery, but like I just at the end of the day, I'm just a girl who loves jewelry and loves to 
chat that. and coffee and love nail it. polish and just all of it. We love you that know? about love you. It. Well, we're big fans of yours <laughs> and we you. haven't for a long time. So Thanks. having you on today has been such oh a, a get so for great. us. So yeah. we're so excited we finally got to do this. Me so, too. So what we're going to do is we'll link those articles we talked about yep. okay. in the yep. captions so people can read them. Yes. And we're going to go to our Patreon. Yes, yeah, you can get, get water in the alley. We're only water. wrapping up. We haven't wrapped up yet. Get, we get, have to say goodbye. We have to say goodbye. So, oh, thank I you. thought you were going right to the Thank okay. you, Amy, wow. for being here. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. I'm, you've, you've left me parched and overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> and, we love and that. And schwitzy. We love <laughs> that. We love, love it. it. Thank I've you. had a great time. Thanks, thank guys. We've thank had the you. most fun. And you will come thank back, you. yes? Of course. Anytime okay. you want. And Fantastic. This has been Rafka. I'm JB Jones. I'm Alan Simich. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Got it. Okay. Do you want to talk about how you got to where you are? No, today? too boring. Okay. <laughs> so then we'll just. It was just long. It's going to eat up too much time. Yeah. It's stupid. Okay. So we're, then we're going to jump into.